Hey, Three Crosses family, my name is Rob Walter and I'm the high school pastor here at the church. And today I wanna talk about how you are a unique personality. So welcome back to our series in the image of God. And one of the things that God's been teaching me these days is this idea of taking captive my nagging and negative thoughts. And I've grown to be so passionate about this idea and I've been reading a lot about our unique personality and emotions and thoughts as individuals. And I often talk about this topic with students and friends and colleagues because I believe there's a connection between taking captive our nagging and negative thoughts and understanding our identity in Christ. Now, I don't know about you, but I often struggle with nagging and negative thoughts. In moments of stress and weakness, I hear thoughts like, you're not good enough, you'll never be good enough, people reject you, no one likes you, you'll never be as good or as popular or as effective as this person or that person, or you're not very good at this. What happens when we let thoughts like this roam around in our minds? We could repel people. We could be neutralized in our ministry for God. We could miss out on the good opportunities that God has for us. We could not only damage our relationships and our opportunities, but we could literally do damage to ourselves when we allow thoughts like this to remain in our minds. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. In my studies on how to glorify God with our unique personality and our complexity of emotions as image bearers of God, I have learned to apply this verse to my nagging and negative thoughts in three different ways and three different habits. The first habit that I'm implementing is to identify that thought, take it captive, write it down, say it out loud. When thoughts like these swirl around in our minds late at night or throughout the day, they're so powerful. But when we get them out in the open and into the light, they lose their power. So when I hear a negative thought, I write it down in my journal or on a list in my notes app. I say out loud, I'm hearing a thought that says I'll never be good enough. Recently, I was having coffee at Cafe Four with a friend of mine, and we were talking about this topic, and I said, I have this negative thought that says I'll never be good enough. And the look on her face took all the power away from that thought. She looked stunned. She asked, why are you thinking that? You should stop thinking that. That's not true. And that leads me to the second habit that I'm implementing. I ask my three questions. And these three questions have changed my thinking so profoundly in recent months. And I learned them from Ellie and McCray Acuff in their fantastic book, Your New Playlist. And so uh, three questions. Question one, is this thought true? And ask yourself, is this even true? This goes back to knowing what's true about our identity in Christ. When I hear a thought that says, I'll never be enough, I can remember that in Christ, I am enough. According to the Bible, I'm more than a conqueror. I, I've been created in Christ to do good works. I'm a child of God and God loves me. I'm a temple of the Holy Spirit and God lives in my heart. In Philippians 4.8, Paul gives us a list of things to focus our minds on. He says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, 
If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's a great verse to memorize. But the very first thing on Paul's list to think about is things that are true. And if they're not true, then you shouldn't think them. Or like my friend said to me, stop thinking that. That's not true. And like I said, I ask my thoughts three questions. And so the first one is, is this even true? And the second one is, is this helping me? If this thought isn't helping me, I should stop thinking it. I was talking with a high school student recently, and he shared with me that he has a thought that he will never be good at chemistry. It will always be hard for him. He will never get higher than a B in chemistry. And first of all, that thought isn't true. And he can get good at it with the right help and right resources, but also it's not helpful. Thinking that thought over and over is not going to help him get an A. And when you have a negative thought, ask yourself, is this thought even helpful? Is it helping me? Is thinking this thought helping me with my goals or fixing my problem? If it's not helpful, then you should stop thinking it. We have control over our thoughts that we think, and we can choose the thoughts that we think, and we can choose the best ones. So again, three questions. First question is, is this thought true? Second one, is this helpful? And the third one is, is this kind? When you hear a nagging negative thought, ask yourself, is this kind? Is this a kind thing to say to yourself? Would I say this thought to somebody else? If I said this thought to my friend 10 times a day, would I be a good friend to them? Would my friend want to keep being my friend? If your negative thought says you're not pretty, would you ever say that to anyone else? Of course not. That would be rude. If we wouldn't say that to someone else, then why would we say that to ourselves? In my conversation with my friend at Cafe Ford, I said to my friend, can you imagine if I told you 10 times a day that no one likes you? That would be so rude. And she said, Rob, if you said that to me, that no one likes me 10 times a day, not only would I not want to be your friend, but that would be abusive. And she was right. So often the meanest and rudest person in your life is yourself. We say things to ourselves that we would never say to anyone else. If it's not kind, then it's a bad thought and we shouldn't think it. Again, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10.5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And I've been applying this to my negative thoughts by first identifying the thought. Second, asking my thought these three questions. And then third, I need to replace that thought with, with what is true. I need to make that thought obey Jesus. Again, that's why it's so important to know your identity and who you are in Christ. For every negative thought in our mind, there is a truth from the Bible that demolishes it. The Bible tells us that God demonstrated his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. We didn't have to be enough for Jesus to love us. He's not waiting for us to be enough to show his love for us. We are already loved by the Almighty. The Bible tells us that Jesus' thoughts, God's thoughts for us, outnumber the grains of sand on the beach. 
And the Bible tells us that we're valuable and that God has a plan and a purpose for our lives. We were handmade by God and he's preparing us to do good works that he's designed just for us to do. We are effective for God and the Holy Spirit is living in me and working in me and through me. And Jesus calls us friend. We are part of the body of Christ, just like every other part. And we are important and essential to the plans that God has for the world. It's been said that negative thoughts are like music in a coffee shop. But in this illustration, we have a pair of headphones. We don't have to listen to the music that's being played over the speakers. We can choose what we listen to, and we can choose the thoughts that we think. And just like the Apostle Paul says, we should choose thoughts that are true and noble and right, pure and lovely and admirable, excellent and praiseworthy. God has so much for all of us, but if we let these nagging thoughts discourage us, we can miss all of it. But when we remember who we are in Christ, we can walk in freedom and we can glorify God with our complex set of emotions and thoughts and personalities. Well, thanks for listening. I hope to see you at church soon.